Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Well, 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 is this thing on? I repeat, is this thing on? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know who that is. It is Arthur Motes. I'm here with my partner in crime, Mr. Wesley Euler, right here on the beautiful Steelers Nation Radio, back in person, live Ah. action. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I know you haven't heard this in a while, but it is one of those days, ladies and gentlemen, back like we never left. And we happen to have a jam-packed show. We got to talk about the new overtime rules. Uh-oh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we got to talk about a modification to the Rooney rule. Yay! We're also going to react to the QB Pro Day circuit that the Pittsburgh steals, and more importantly, the higher-ups. Talking Mr. Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin that, you know, they've been on. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a new defensive signing. Ooh. You know, I love the LBs now, baby. We got to talk about that. And we might even hit these phone lines depending on how nice the power grid and megawatts are today. So without further ado, how is my partner in crime doing? Cousin, we're back in the booth. Mm-hmm. We're back where we belong. Although, I mean, you know, it was, was kind of nice having some flexibility there. But I, mean, this I ain't going to lie, it was pretty cool. This is where we belong. <laughs> it's great to see you for the first time here in, what, about five weeks? Yeah. Um, and I am uh, also thrilled because it's a Moats Host Wednesday, so I just get to put my feet up, sip on this coffee, and see where you take us. Well, you know, I always love being able to host. I love being able to be in the driver's seat because it's not often that I drive when we're on this show. But on a day like today, where it's been a while since we've been back in the saddle, man, I, I do like the fact that I get to drive this Cadillac today, all right? Uh, a Cadillac? So, I thought it was a Maserati. No, no, no. That's that's from Malik. Come on, man. That, his pro day already passed. He's not important anymore right now, okay? We're on to the next pro day, okay? You know how we do this thing. But first, man, let's react a little bit to this new overtime rule, man, because obviously this was something that has been talked about, I feel like, every year whenever there is a not controversial, controversial ending, but an ending that you know, makes people feel like, oh, I wanted to see more of this, or I didn't get to see enough of that. Unfair. Yeah, no, unfair, unfair. That's always the the hot word that's associated with this type of stuff. But the NFL, they had their owners meetings this uh, this past weekend, and the new overtime rule now will allow both teams to possess the ball at least once. And I was like, okay, all right, this is what we've gone to so far, but only for the postseason. No regular season action. Correct. So I wanted to just know, from your perspective, when you first heard about this amendment to the overtime rule, because prior to that, the overtime rule was whoever gets the ball first, if you score a touchdown on the opening drive, the game is over. Touchdown only, though. But it was yep. only a touchdown. Field goals, the we other team will still get the ball. Yep. If it was a punt, the other team still gets the ball, et cetera. But whoever scored on that opening drive, if that were to be the case, then the game would be over and that team would be declared the winner. Whereas now, even if you score on that opening drive, the opposing team will still get opportunity to score as well. Correct. And then after that, you'll be right back into the same scenario. But who cares, right? Because, hey, as long as both teams get the ball. So, with that being said, man, what were your thoughts? What were your, uh, just like I said, initial reaction to that? Yeah, I, I hate it. I mean, I, I don't think I 
need to sugarcoat that at all. I hate it. I I I think it's weak. I think it's knee jerk is the term I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. It reminds me Arthur Motes, same church, different pew, as when there was just the the terrible missed call on the New Orleans Saints at the mm-hmm. end of the 2017 AFC Championship game. Uh, that sounds about or right. NFC Championship yeah. game. I mean, or maybe 2017, 2018. One of those years. Um, and. You know the New Orleans Saints and their uh, and their you know from their head coach to the top of the franchise to everyone who's a fan or, or part of the team media or just New Orleans media uh, in Louisiana loudly was vocally upset the entire off season and through the entire process and it it came to the point where they decided that they would make pass interference challengeable and reviewable. Mm-hmm. It lasted for one year because it was a farce because it was a knee jerk reaction that was not needed. This to me is similar. You know, that I, I realize this all stems from that Kansas City Buffalo game. I get it. But isn't that wasn't that just the like an outlier of all outliers? We've never seen anything like that with three touchdowns or whatever it was in the last minute. And then the game goes to overtime and the back and forth and the 17 seconds or whatever it was for the Chiefs to tie things up. That's an outlier. To me, you don't change rules because of one game. It would be, you know, if we were spending a lot of time talking about overtime at nauseum every single year, then this is a different conversation to me. But we're not. We're only doing it because that one game, whereas you point out all the time, too, one of those defenses was allowed to get a stop or make a play. Somebody somebody was allowed to make a play on defense or special teams as well, too. I just, I think it's knee-jerk. I think it's weak, and it all gets back to, you know, you and I talked about this, I think, the day after that that game, that fantastic divisional round game between the Chiefs and the Bills. It's it's not supposed to be fair. When you get to overtime, the objective, the purpose is to find a winner. It's not to be fair. That's what you have the whole three-hour game before that. Say, what were the 60 minutes prior to it's overtime the 60 minutes for? that takes three hours to play out on a Sunday or a Thursday or a Monday or a Saturday with the postseason. Or even a Wednesday. I mean, we've seen Wednesday games all of a sudden now, man. Anything can happen. It just To, to me, it's it's knee-jerk. It's overreactionary. And I, I, I Chief Keefe, don't like it. Man, you know, it, it's often that we – Always are on one accord, and this I don't think is any different. Um, for me, man, I share those exact same sentiments. Uh, it's frustrating because, like you talked about, man, what was the purpose of the sixty minutes? That's where you get all your fairness. That's when we're trying to make the game as balanced as possible. And during those sixty minutes, don't we see the defense get stops? We see the offense score touchdowns, but. We get parity. We get everything we want in those sixty minutes. Special so, teams plays large roles from time to time, but. It's only like you said, when it's a knee-jerk reaction to something like that outlier type performances where now it's like, oh, we need to make amendments to a rule. But I will applaud the NFL for the way that they handled it. Um, They were very intentional in, in the sense of they did not want this to be in the regular season. And I do like that fact because as a player, the longer these games go, the more your chance for injury the following 100%. week. We talk about how difficult it is going from a Sunday game to a Thursday night game and why the quality of play on Thursday night games is typically bad or guys usually get hurt. It's because they're playing too much in a short span of time. The longer you start expanding these overtimes in the sense of, oh, yeah, you get a chance, you get a chance, you get a chance, eventually it's going to evolve to a whole other quarter because that's the trajectory that we're pointing to right now because we already know how this is going to go. Like you said, 
beforehand it was, oh, I don't want you to kick a field goal to win it. Now, you know, you got to score a touchdown. Then when it went from a touchdown, now it's, well, both teams get the ball. So you know what happens next is, okay, Pat Mahomes scores. Josh Allen scores. Pat Mahomes gets the ball and scores again. Oh, man, Josh should have got another opportunity. That's going to be the but new on argument. But that th- on, that on that third possession, right, the Chiefs bleed out the clock and they score mm-hmm. with, you know, with 20 seconds left. Oh, no, it's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah. And it's just like, the longer you keep doing this, now you start to see the ramifications, especially in the postseason where you go from Sunday to Saturday at times. It's not always Sunday to or Sunday. Monday now. Or even Monday, absolutely. So to me, I do like how the NFL was very, like I said, intentional in the sense of we're not doing this for regular season games and the statistics show that it isn't this overly drawn out oh yeah every team uh, every time a team wins the coin toss they win it i mean even the sample size in the postseason is small i think it's maybe 12 games total where they're drawing from this regular season it's not even to that extent you know what i mean it's just it's so to me like i said that pass interference rams game mm -hmm. the saints got the ball to start overtime and turned the ball over and turned the ball over but nobody talks about that we just only want to talk about the P.I. And it's, it's so knee-jerk, man. Absolutely, absolutely. And that, like I said, for me, man, that's why I'm not really a fan of it. But I understand the NFL is trying to do enough to make the consumer happy. We know every once in a while the NFL will make some type of adjustments, whether that's you know good or bad. We, we talk about it in both extremes. In this extreme, it is, hey, we're going to create a, a modification to overtime. We've seen it when it was an extreme on the other way where, hey, man, we feel like, you know, the, the social injustice is a big thing. What did we start to see? A lot of commercials surrounded that. We saw branding on the NFL's field. So we know the NFL, they do play into what the consumer wants. But at the same time, they're not going to allow the consumer to drive the ship either. And I do think that that is what we're getting here. This is kind of that uh, that compromise. Yeah. Because when you listen to the reports, obviously about, you know, how the voting was going. Initially, they were not all on board with this thing. And then when you could see some of the other proposals, they were not on board with that either. But this was kind of like that common ground that they all kind of agreed on. And then more so they agreed on it because it was just going to be specifically for the postseason. Correct. And I said, man, you know what? If we're going to just do it for the postseason, I can get behind that part. I don't hate it as much. Yeah. But it also, too, you know, I I have this argument all the time. In hockey circles, mm-hmm. you you and I both know it doesn't matter if you're a diehard hockey fan if you barely watch the sport at all. It's officiated differently in the postseason than it is in the regular season. Very true. Do you want that as a fan? Do you want a league that operates, that officiates differently in the playoffs than they do in the regular season? See, I say no. I agree. I don't want that. I mean, that's the same argument with the NBA as well. Oh, that's a playoff foul. Is it a foul or is it not a foul? If it's a foul in game three. <laughs> if it's a foul in game 63, then it should be a foul in postseason or, round or, three. Or it's not a foul in the first three quarters, but in the fourth quarter with three minutes left, now it's a foul. We don't want so inconsistency. Overtime, can, overtime can cost a team getting into the playoffs, but it can't cost a team a playoff game. Like it, that just, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I don't like it, man. Yeah. You think it's you think it stays for a while? Honestly, that's my question. Is this another one year, two year, and then let's scrap it, or, or is this going to be here honestly? For a while? I don't know. Just because of the sense of how often are we getting playoff overtime? It doesn't. Ha- I think it was what twelve times in the history of this thing. So it's like we don't experience a ton of overtime we, in the postseason. We don't. So to make this rule, it's like, man, are you even going to see this rule implemented this year in the postseason? It could be three years before we see it. Right, and <laughs> yeah. that's why for that's me, a good point. I could easily see this lingering just because we really haven't had a chance to utilize it. 
And then from there, we'll probably get one or two opportunities. And then it's like, oh, all right. Did it really make a difference, though? If it's tw- if it's January of 2024 before we see this thing right. actually play out. That's my thing. Yeah. That, that's my whole hesitancy with that. And it still doesn't even get to the strategy associated with it. Because, once again, you can still run into the same issue of, okay, if you get the ball first and you score first, now you kick the field goal. Okay, I score second, but I go for two. Is that fair Is again? Is that fair? Is that fair? It's never going to be fair. But it's like we continue That's the point. But we continue to <laughs> minimize the responsibilities of a professional unit. I completely agree with the you. The defenders on that. get paid. These guys are getting paid offensive player money now. So this whole narrative of man the game is supposed to be offense 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 man no one cares about the defense well the financials show that that is not accurate. The financials show that yes these defenders are getting compensated at an extremely high level to make stops. Mm-hmm. We don't change rules every time the offense struggles on, or, you know, oh, man, offense can't move the ball. You know, we're going to change this rule. Then we're going to change that rule. Well, actually, they do every once in a while with P.I., but I digress. <laughs> but as a whole, we don't see these overarching changes in some of these avenues. We don't see overarching changes when it pertains to special teams. But yet we can point to multiple games in this postseason that were impacted by defense. 100%. They were impacted by special teams. The Niners beat the Packers because of special teams at Lambeau Field. We've seen Is this. that not fair to Green Bay? Man, they, you know, we should make a rule. We should change the defense to get that game. we got to change the rule. Oh, our punter couldn't get the punt off. That's not fair. He's hey, just know, a punter. we got to take away the rush on the punt. Just let the guy punt by himself. Like, what are we doing here? And 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 that's where, you know, you, you mentioned the consumer thing. And you are absolutely spot on with that. That is why if we want to do this bigger picture sports thing too, because all these things are intertwined, these controversies and the way that the leagues tailor their rules and, and all this stuff. The NFL and the NBA are much more popular than Major League Baseball and the NHL. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. That's just what the numbers and the revenue show. Argue with yourself if you disagree with me. It's the NFL one by a substantial margin. It's the NBA two, and then it's Major League Baseball, and then it's the NHL. The NFL and the NBA are the two leagues that that do what their consumer wants much more than than baseball and hockey. Absolutely. You know, baseball baseball fans have been asking for for changes. I think. Well, actually, baseball is a different one because a lot of their old school fans just leave the game the way it is, forget trying to make it more popular. Hockey fans want some changes with sometimes you know the way things are governed in the playoffs as opposed to regular season. We actually see the NFL though. Everyone knows it. The game has changed drastically over the last fifteen years. To become more entertaining, to allow offenses to have more success, to score more points, because that's what the consumer wants. You could say the same thing about the NBA. Yeah, you absolutely could. Absolutely. More more, more three-point shooting, more scoring, more excitement. That's what the consumer wants. I don't know if the consumer wants this, though. That's what I'd be interested to know. Tweet us and let us know. I I Because you're absolutely right. It's, it's a consumer-driven thing. But was it was it really something that the consumers were crying out for, or was it just a now, vocal Wes, we're minority? We're not going to act like they weren't crying out for that. We but host, the majority, but think about though, this, right? Though. Think about this. <clears throat> we host a Steelers show. We had to lead off with that. Oh, for sure. It when, do- it, when it, it happened, it dominated that whole next. Week. People didn't start talking about the uh, exactly. the championship games until like Thursday or Friday. So that's why for me, that's why for me, I'm like, yes, 100. percent They brought this upon themselves because this is the outcry. And it wasn't just a social media thing. We saw this on every media show. We heard this on every radio show. Everywhere. And that's why, for me, I'm just like, man, I don't agree with it. But like you said, man, let's hear what you what your thoughts on this are. You know, Power Grid Megawatts hit us up on Twitter. 
at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good head. But I said to let us know your opinion on that, man. And obviously, like I said, we'll react to that as well. But yeah, man, just as a whole, I, I don't I don't think it was necessary. I don't either. Oh, I don't even think it was close to necessary. Yeah, like it's, I said, man, you, you take away the onus of one particular unit. We all get paid to play. If you're on offense, your job is to protect the ball, block these guys, get open and score a touchdown. If you're on defense, your job is to beat the blocker in front of you, make tackles, and get turnovers. Miles Killebrew is allowed to block punts. Oh, it wasn't fair up in Buffalo week one. The Steelers got a special teams touchdown. That's not fair. It's like, what are we doing? How, how, are we, how many more ways are we going to adjust this thing? How many more ways are we going to try to get even more nuanced? And then I ask myself this. Because we've had this conversation before as it pertains to just officiating, because that's another part that stems with this. Oh, man, I just hate, well, you know, all this all this user error and things like that. But, yeah, we don't want it to be robots. A robot. We don't we don't want that. We also complain, if, and I do this too, if there's a review that lasts more than 60 seconds, mm-hmm. what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, what do we- if you can't look at it and you can't tell right away that it's right or wrong, stick with the call and let's keep it moving. Yeah. We don't want robots. We don't want... Again, this process drawn out any longer mm-hmm. than it is because I love football. Moats loves football. You all love football. These games are already three hours and fifteen minutes, and that's being nice. And that's <laughs> and, 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 and that's that's plenty of time for me. All right, I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't need games to last five hours. I would agree. And you're, you know what? You're so right with that necessary thing too, because if we if we people were loud about this. The week after the game, and even when the se- people were loud about this, you're absolutely right on that. But in in the terms of necessary, is anybody stopping watching the NFL because they think the overtime rules are fair, or well, is this going to rope in any more fans who are all of a sudden going to say, "Oh, well, now I'll watch it because I think it's a better system"? I was gonna say first off, we know every time they say they're not going to watch football well, for wh- wh- whatever, hundred percent right well, on for, that. And I'm using air quotes here, as my man West like to say, for whatever reason. These people over the past five, ten years, you know, have talked about why they would never watch the game again. All I know is viewership continues to go up, revenue continues to go up, and these games continue to be sold out. So for me, you know, forgive me if if I don't believe anybody that's going to try to tell me that, hey, I'm not tuning into the game anymore because the statistics show, regardless of whatever reason they've come up with, whatever reason. And you're not getting any more, you're not getting new fans just because of this. Not at all. Like you and I could certainly understand an argument that over the last 10 to 15 years, the last dozen years, the NFL has gained more casual fans because they like the quarterback play and they like the high-flying offenses and they like the watch. That is a legitimate argument. That I would that agree. Nobody is all of a sudden who wasn't really into the NFL going, oh, well, they fixed the overtime rules. I'm in now. Oh, man, I'm definitely ready to watch this. All right, who should I root for? Right, you know what? I'm going to be a Denver Broncos fan. Let's go, Russ. I was going to say, who's going to overtime now, man? Like, just think about how, how – the Pittsburgh Steelers this past season had what? Two? Was it two overtime games? I believe so. It was yep. two. I just, like you said, I don't see that moving the needle enough to make a person get up off no. the seat and say, you know, I really want to watch football now because of these overtime rules. Like, the the rarity in which overtime even happens. Like, it's not something that you're going to experience every year with your team. Your, te- your team might play one overtime game every season. Like, legitimately. Now, it feels like the Steelers the last few years have played their fair share. But, again, there's outliers to but all then, these things. But then, on, in contrast, 2014 to 2017. Uh, didn't, over- didn't play one, no, I don't no, think, one, right? Not even one overtime game. So, you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, or, or excuse me, there was one, the Cleveland the, Browns the game. The opener against the Browns. The tie, no, 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 right? No. That was 18. I said 17. Okay, okay. I'm talking about the years where I was here. 
we only had one overtime game, and that was the last year. That was with Landry Jones starting at quarterback. Juju Smith ran the kickoff back, and Kobe Hamilton, I think, caught the game winner. One time in four years. So it's like we can see how it shifts during those time frames of overtime being a little bit more present, overtime not being present. But as a whole, when you're talking about making these type of changes, I just don't I don't think it's needed. I really don't, man. And I don't think it's going to move the needle one way or the other. And if you're the NFL, I mean, you got to enjoy the fact that people love to talk about it. I mean, because that is That's the another one benefit. Aspect, people love to just talk and about And we're feeding that into part. that beast right now. Yes, we are. By that the NFL knows that by making this addendum, this amendment, whatever, to the rules and, and having it only be for overtime and have every single other talk show, TV, radio, wherever, podcast, newspaper writers, they're having this same, is this really necessary? And they're revisiting all that stuff that they discussed after the Bills and Chiefs game. And it's just, it's, 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 that's part of the NFL's plan too. Yeah. It just never goes away. It's always in the news. You think March Madness is commanding the spotlight. Uh-uh. Here comes Deshaun Watson, I baby. forgot March Madness <laughs> was going on, man. All, all this football stuff that's been happening all of March, February. I mean, dude, this is nuts. We're at the end of March and we're still talking about the NFL, and it's, like, relevant. Oh, it's it, it, the NFL, <laughs> the, NFL go, the NFL goes away for about two weeks every year, mm-hmm. and that's around July 4th. That's it. Because everyone's like, all right, we need a we need a little bit of a break. Here. Is it? You get about two weeks around July 4th, <sighs> and that's the only time the NFL really goes quiet. But you also, you know, you have certain defensive linemen who might blow their hands off, lighting fireworks, oh, and so no. it doesn't go oh, away. No. In that oh, no. Did, I, did, I, did I say that? Oh, no, he's back. <laughs> We uh we did get a tweet from Rager Abraham. Here. Oh man, shout out to Rager Abraham as well, man. On the let, matter. Let's, let's see what he had to say about this conversation, man. Ranger says, "I don't think this rule was honestly needed. I wasn't crying about it. If you made it to the playoffs, you earned it, and overtime isn't supposed to be fair." And that's the, you know, we you and I have, we, we've rambled on about this for twenty some minutes now, and and everyone's got their different perspectives and their takes. But that's what it comes back to me, Arthur Motes. Overtime is not supposed to be fair. Not in football. Not in basketball. Baseball. Hockey. Soccer, tennis, golf. Trying to find a winner. NASCAR, <laughs> volleyball, track trying and f- they have overtime in track and field. To find a winner. The context of the regulation is supposed to be fair. Mm-hmm. Four quarters, Challenges, alternating, reviews, out, right, alternating possessions, all this stuff. In that context, yes, you want to think that it's a fair competition. When you get to overtime, man, I don't – it's it's the same people to me that complain about penalty shootouts in hockey or soccer. It's not fair. It's just a skills competition. Yeah, no kidding. Because we're just trying to find a winner. Because we're just trying to find a winner. In fact, you know what? That's what we should do, Arthur Motes. All these people want to scream about fair and this and that and time and who gets the ball and what do you have to do and does somebody – you know, should you just play a full quarter and see what the – Let's just have kicker competitions. How about that? Well, they no, no, both no. start on the 25, uh, uh, no, no, and then no, no, they move no, back. No, 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 because nobody likes special teams. I got one better. Ooh. We can have the quarterbacks come out there and do a skills challenge with ball placement since it's always about quarterbacks, right? There we go. Uh, hey, Put some w- nets out in Absolutely, the field and, man. Yeah, and like then you got to hit whoever hits the bus, the best, they're, they're the most accurate throws or whatever wins it that way because that's all we want to see, right? We only care about the quarterbacks. Next, we got some more tweets coming in, though. I like it, man. You got to read this one from Wallace because I'm dying. Wallace Randall says, <laughs> OT should be decided by sudden death. Gladiator style. Swords and shields. One champion from each team. 
I would love it. But once again, we know that's not going to work, Wiles, because the defenders are the big tough guys, and we only want to see offensive players out there. So you would need to have, like, a wide receiver fighting a wide receiver I want, with the swords and shoes. Next time the Steelers play the Colts, I need it to go to overtime, and then it's just Quentin Nelson versus Cam Hayward in a trial by combat. Sword and a shield for each one. Quentin Nelson versus Cam Hayward. Let's get it on. People don't like it, man. Then it's, oh, man, the integrity of the game. Oh, it needs to get back to being normal. I don't want to see this. I, and that's, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like, and again, it, it is, the NFL has done this for a long time now. They are they are progressive in the sense of how they do their role. Competition committee, Absolutely. right? I just... I don't know, man. This to me seems like one of those, it wasn't broke, you didn't have to fix it. And I realize maybe we're making a mountain out of a molehill here. Like maybe it's really not that big a deal. And like you mentioned, it could be another year, two years, three years before we even see this have any real tangible effect in a game. But it just, I don't know. I don't like change, Arthur Moe. <laughs> well, it's like that sometimes. And I don't like, you know, having to pay in my change by being fined for having a segment that's too long. So we're going to continue this conversation when we come out of the break. And for those that might be a little late joining the party, we're talking about the new overtime rules and the changes to that thing. All right. So let us know your thoughts on it, your comments, your concerns on Twitter.com at DaBody52 and at Wesley Euler. And we get back from the break. We will talk about that while also looking into the Rooney Rule modifications. This is Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio.